Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. NAMA, the National Asset Management Agency, was set up in the middle of one of the biggest economic crises in the history of the state. Its job was simple but very controversial. Buy distressed assets from failed or struggling property developers and nurse those assets back to some sort of value and then sell them off. In the process, it was supposed to save them and the banks and uh, from an even worse fate than they already uh, faced at that time. NAMA will be wound down next year, but before that... It has returned €4.25 billion Euro to Irish taxpayers and delivered 34,000 housing units. I spoke to the chief executive of NAMA, Brendan McDonough, and began by asking whether the agency was a net positive for taxpayers. I think in terms of its commercial mandate, it has been it has been absolutely successful. I mean, at the start of NAMA, people were saying we're going to lose 5, 10 or 15 billion. Yeah. And people forget that actually, as part of the transfer of the loans to the banks, we overpay the banks by 5.6 billion. Mm. more than any other private sector buyer would at the time. So to keep them alive. To keep them alive. So if you add that, and we're definitely going to return around five billion back to the to, to the exchequer. So if we take that plus the five point six billion we overpaid, make it almost eleven billion a profit, which nobody ever expected when we started to tune We all recall what the economy was like then. It was in a very bad place. Can you paint us a picture of how crazy that first year was? Well, I suppose in the first year, really, as the point is the first chief executive of the, of the uh, NAM in, at the end of 2009. And before that, I was in the NTMA, Victory as the finance director. And it was a very bleak time. I mean, you know, property values were falling. Banks had stopped lending. The economy was in a very poor place. Obviously, subsequent to NAMA, you know, Ireland went into bailout. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're in bailout for... Oh, three very tough years and I, I dealt regularly with the Troika mm-hmm. during 2010 to 2013 and I suppose there was times that during that to be honest with you Joe that we were doing our best to get as much of NAM debt repaid because it was government guarantees and, uh, and it was a collective effort of everybody that everything was done to get Ireland back into the bond markets including very tough decisions taken by government on spending to get back into the bond markets uh, in 2014 and you know once you're written a, a bailout is actually you're not in control of your own destiny anymore. And, uh, you know, for any sovereign state, that is that is very difficult and it affects everybody. Did the Troika dictate what kind of bad debts you took on or was that a decision taken by you guys? No, it was decided by the legislation and also it had to get European Commission approval because there was state aid being given to the bank. So effectively what was decided was that you take the most risky loans out of the banks and the whole idea did was actually to take the whole debtors out at, at, at this because you could just take the bad debts because some of the debtors had you know good assets as well but it was, it was, it was the, the, the idea was to take the whole core of the debtor without whatever debts he had out of the system and let the bank system come back and revive itself get the banks recapitalized and we worked through, the, through those debtors with their assets be either good or bad uh, over time You're set to have 14 straight years of returning profit to Irish taxpayers what happens to NAMA as it, it gets wind down? What happens to its expertise? What happens to the assets that you still have on the books? Well, I suppose it, it, in terms of NAMA, it's been flagged for a long time that we're going to end it in 2025. And, you know, a lot of people who are NAMA through redundancy programs are leaving and thankfully to get jobs out in the market because the economy is very strong, thankfully. There's residual assets left in NAMA in 2025, which are the there because they're and sold and we don't expect that to be a huge amount. Are the assets that's held up in uh, litigation, which you know we can't control that because that, that 
controlled by the courts, such as timing of dealings in those cases, that would probably move to uh, another body designated by the Minister of Finance. In your release, you talk about despite difficult circumstances. Uh, what are you referring to there? Is that the commercial property weakness that we're currently experiencing or is that a wider interest rate environment or geopolitical environment? Well, I think it's a, it's a difficult environment anyway, economically. And, you know, yeah, when you look globally in, in terms of what's happening, you know, some people are saying interest rates are going to fall. Other people are saying they won't fall as quickly. You know, but I suppose in terms of what we're involved, which is in, I suppose in terms of the construction industry, in terms of building, building property, certainly in terms of houses, the cost of that hasn't gone up a huge amount. People say the cost have gone up, they've gone up a bit, but not as much as compared to apartments. It is completely unviable to build apartments. And I suppose that's where you get the volume in terms of dealing with our housing crisis. It's very expensive to, to build them. And those costs have gone up substantially since uh, 2019. In terms of the commercial property, it is certainly very challenged at the present. In the post-COVID world, we have people working from home more. There's less demand for office space. And but thankfully, in terms of NAMA's exposure set, we were involved in developing the second half of the Docklands, which ran really from the uh, conference center all the way down to the Tree Arena and, and across the way in the, on, in the, uh, the south side. But we, we have really only... only um, one exposure really left in the in the docklands at present, and that started in 2014. So it's been a remarkable success, and you know we've made it, we've made a, a lot of money in the docklands and the commercial property. But you know we probably got out at the right time. You spoke about a highlight there, Dublin Docklands. Yeah. Any lowlights you want to share about any kind of? Oh my God, that was such a pain in the neck. I can't work in in an organisation like NAMOS dealing with distressed assets and distressed setters. Well, there's not going to be challenges and there's always plenty of people, you know, either friends of yours or, or maybe in the media or political system or commentators who said, oh, you're doing a terrible job and you're going to lose a lot of money and, and you know, it's going to be, and NAM is going to be a disaster, big dragon economy and NAM is responsible for everything. But you got to put that out of your head. You just have to focus on the job and do your best that you can. You wouldn't be tempted to email them now with hindsight and say, where, where are you now? <laughs> Well, some of them are still around, but they don't talk about NAMA anymore because, because they would like to remind some of them maybe that we have to, you know, when they're saying we lose 5, 10, 15 billion, that we haven't done that. Uh, but, you know, another person who holds the grudge, uh, move up. Now that's Brendan McDonald, the Chief Executive of NAMA. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.